This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Oh, the burdens a great wizard such as myself must bear low. But we do all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep things like, oh, I don't know, being responsible for the loss of your fellow wizard's immortality all bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to work through whatever's weighing you down. Going to therapy has taught me that I don't have to react to every emotion I feel, even though those emotions are valid. Sometimes taking a moment is all you need to respond in a way that's truer to your values. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash magic today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot slash magic. There's a lot to say when buying a new home or car, but only one thing to say that can help you protect them. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, a State Farm agent will be there to help you choose the coverage you need, no matter where you are in life. When you need coverage options, your State Farm agent is there to help, on the phone or in person. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Warning! The following podcast should not be taken as scientific evidence of the existence of other worlds. So don't go mucking around looking into multidimensional travel methods because you'll just end up doing more damage to the barriers between worlds than you would if it were real, which it's not. Stop talking. But the podcast is really sponsored by Cards Against Humanity. If you want to send a package to the show, send it to Cards Against Humanity, 1917 North Elston, Chicago, Illinois, 60642. Care of Arnie Niekamp, Vermilion Minotaur, Town of Hogsface, Land of Foon. Someone from Cards Against Humanity will make sure your package reaches the Land of Foon, which doesn't exist. What's up, cognitive dissonance? Enjoy the show! Tavern, a weekly podcast from the magical land of Foon. I'm your host, Arnie Niekamp. If you've never listened to the podcast before, this is what's going on. About a year and a half ago, I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King in Chicago into the magical, fantastical land of Foon. Luckily, I'm still getting a slight Wi-Fi signal from that Burger King through the dimensional portal, and I use it to upload a podcast that I record every week here in the tavern, the Vermilion Minotaur, in the town of Hogsface, in the land of Foon. And I'm so excited. I'm so lucky to be joined by both of my co-hosts, Usador. I am Usador, wizard of the twelfth realm of Ephesius, master of light and shadow, manipulator of magical delights, devourer of chaos, champion of the great halls of Tarakas. The elves know me as Fiang Yalak. Fiang Yalak. The dwarves know me as Sunan and Hukstangis. And I am known in the northeast as Gasmwenius Maystar. And do not fear... But there are other names that if they did find their way to creep into your ear, why, like a very earworm, they would dig down so deep, infect thy brain until its blood did boil and your very head did explode. It's so good to have you back, Usador. Well, thank you. <laughs> so, Usador, I want to really quickly ask you about yes. your, your sort of near, not even a near-death experience, your death experience. Yes. So, do I now refer to you as Usador the Light Blue? No, I just cleaned my robe. Oh, I, 
I see. Okay, so I can just still call you whatever oh, I I'm want, basically. still exactly Usador, wizard of the twelfth realm of Ephesius, master of light and shadow, manipulator of magical delights, the hour of chaos, champion of the great halls of Tarakas, the elves know me as Fiang Yalak, the dwarves know me as Zonin Hukstangis, and I am known in the northeast as Gasmanius Maystar, Check. and there are other secret names, names of such great power and portent, that if you did even see these names writ upon a piece of paper, why they would come to life, infect your eyes like very thorns from a rose, dig down into thine corneas, down through thy eye sockets, all the way into thy gullet, and Mm. rip thee apart from thy esophagus out. I hate it when a thorn infects my eyes. That's the worst thing. Well, then <laughs> don't read do. those names. That's true. I've got to remember you, Sidor, never to introduce you first. I'm also joined by my co-host, Chunt, the King of the Badgers. Hey, now. How you doing, buddy? Pretty good. How you doing? I'm doing all, I'm doing, I'm doing all right. I, uh, uh, this is a little heavy to talk about up front. As, as we all know, I, I'm struggling a little bit with red potion addiction. Yes, yes. Uh, that's very brave of you to talk about. Thank you. For yeah, red about. potion, which just sort of gives me vitality, and I was excited to have my sort of my, my, my HP always uh, max, maxed out, but I think I got a little out of control with it. Yeah. So I, I mean, as much as you know, we love seeing you with vitality, you don't want to see Arnie being a dick while... No, 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 no. Yeah, vitality, right? Problem. Yes. Well, I started getting more dick vitality. (laughs) I started getting help. I started getting help. Uh, I went to the learning Onyx. It's this big Onyx structure uh, where they have all kinds of of, uh, gatherings to kind of help people out. Oh, wow. Yeah, the uh, wedding planner recommended the meetings that they're having there for people who struggle with mead, but they also had stuff for me as well. That's wonderful. Good for you. Congratulations. That's that's very big of you. Yeah. Yeah, well. Actually, Arnold and I talked about this before the podcast, Chunt, for I heard that he was attending the Learning Onyx, and we wanted to speak to you about your dealings in dark magic. It's true. You started getting into dark magic. Maybe you want to... Listen, I picked up a few things here or there. I'm not going to, you know, go down this path. But, and I uh, know that you did it out of love for me and wishing to resurrect your fallen Usador. But I am back now. And you can put this dark chapter of your life behind you. I never got to show you any of the dark magic I learned, though. Oh, my God. I don't want to encourage him. Yeah, just real quick. Just one thing. I do want to see thing. it. I do want to see it. Okay. So here, you see this You see this gold coin? Yes. This gold piece, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. All right. Now I'm going to swallow it. Yeah. Ta-da! You just ate a coin. Yeah. That's, that's not going to be good for your digestion. We'll, we'll see. Mom. <laughs> What's this behind your ear? <gasps> oh. It's the coin that I ate seconds ago. What it, evil is this? It's clearly a different coin. Come on, man. Chunk, there's... It's, it's not even the same. That's not e- even the same amount. Come on. It's not even the same size that's coin. N- even more nefarious. He ate a coin, transformed its amount, and then pulled it out from behind thine ear. Chunt, how many coins have you been eating? I don't know, man. Like <laughs> two hundred. You look. Oh, that can't be good. I make a noise when I walk. That's now. true. It's terrible. Oh. I feel awful. Oh, you look awful. But my nose piercing. Oh, looks good. Hey, guys, you know what? I just, I'm ex- very excited about our guests, and I kind of want to just get right to it. I, you know, we've never had a unicorn on before. We've had a unicorn dentist, uh, but I'm very excited. We have uh, Wind Sprinkle the Unicorn. Yeah. 
Hi. Hi. I'm. It's so nice to meet you. It's. It would be. I would say it'd be a pleasure to be here. If I had a little room to get up to this table, I am a horse. Could we clear some space here? Uh, yes, everybody. Please, yeah. Can people move away from the Jeez. unicorn? I mean, everybody focuses on the horn. Oh, he's got a horn. He's a magical creature. This is behind the horn, a horse's mm-hmm. body. I need some space. Of course. Yeah. And let's Thank get you. one of the Unwood Mothers is on top of him, right? Let's get yes. her yeah. down. Please get down. Aww. Sorry that's, about that. I'm so sorry I about thought that. I had a rider. Uh, <laughs> Actually, it was a rider that specifically said no rider. No, no rider. It's my non-rider <laughs> rider. Did you not you get his not rider rider? <laughs> didn't get his rider rider. There's no rider rider I'm in so my rider. Here's your bowl of all green apples. Yes. We did read the writer. I, I appreciate it. And P.S., your, your coat you. is looking wider and wider. Yes, thank you. L- can we get on with this, please? Yes, of, of course. course. Windsprinkle, I'm so, I'm so excited to learn about unicorns. Yes, everybody is. Everybody is. Does well, everybody love unicorns? Yeah, well, everybody thinks they love unicorns. Yeah, I mean, cool. here's the problem. You come into the world as a particular kind of animal, then you walk out into the world, and people just have certain assumptions about mm. you. Yes, that you're a beautiful, magical creature. Yeah, yeah. Can I touch your horn? horn yes. oh, con- yeah. You know, I just want to say to everybody... That's culturally insensitive. That's I don't when walk around. around. Let, me, let me touch your horn just real quick. You, whoa, do I look? No, look. it's just it first of all. Like, you do ask. I walk up and ask you if I can pet your weirdly protruding tummy? What's in there? Ah, uh, it's about two hundred <laughs> coins. Yeah, oh. I mean, I think oh. that there's a little thing called personal space, which, as we've established, I'm sorry, it's just, I need a little bit more of. I'm, I'm yeah. very sorry. It's just my hair doesn't grow like that. I, I assume yeah, the corn it's, is look, like a it's, tight it's just ha- it's a cultural thing. It's how yeah. we are. Yeah. There was a period of time in which a lot of unicorns were going for dye jobs. Oh, going, wow. yeah, trying to go back to the more natural white. Or chestnut colors associated with horse, as opposed to the more rainbow-like colors, yeah. which we naturally are in. And it, yeah, I, think I should mention a, for listeners that you are just a lot of colors. You yeah, are rain, very rainbowy. Very well. Not exactly in the same order as the rainbow. That's very annoying to me when yeah. people say that I'm rainbow colored because, as you know, rainbow goes in a certain direction yeah. of a violet toward red, while I am a more different array of colors from my fetlocks. To my horn. Your fetlocks. I, I'm sorry, I don't know. I guess I don't know all the horse slash unicorn terms. It's, well, we have the standard, as you can see from my enormous equine body, the sure. standard horse body. Yeah. The thing that makes us different, of course, is the horn on the, the horn. head. Yeah. And, of Wonderful, course, that brings, that brings, I mean, look, I walk into the room. The horn precedes me, sure, but so do the cultural expectations. Sure. And it's something that we all live with. Something yeah. I, frankly, I think... We've reached a certain time in Foon where you have to understand that, yes, we're mystical, near-immortal, magical creatures, but in the end, we're just people. Wow, that's amazing. I feel terrible now because I I mean, a lot of times, and I don't like to admit this, a lot of time, I'll tell unicorn jokes. Really? Like, there's no unicorns around. Uh I'll be like... and I'm yeah, s- I've I'm heard so them sorry. all. I'm I've so heard sorry. them all. I just had to tell one. I got. Uh, I mean, look, I, I don't approve of this, but I do want to hear at least one. Uh, a unicorn walks into the bar, and the bartender says, "Beautiful horn." Yeah. <laughs> that's another problem. Yeah. yeah, they're not very funny. Uh, yeah, that I seems it was like good. no. I yeah. yeah. Me and this unicorn, we like, see like, eye to For eye. example, what do you call a unicorn who really wants to have sex with his mare? 
I love this one. What do you call them? Naturally expressing his affection for his mare, you son of a bitch. Uh, <laughs> that is, that is speaking a of a unicorn walking into a bar, I think that has just happened, and yet there is no drink in front That's of me. That's true. What, oh, what, yeah, yeah let's get, what would you like to have? I would drink. like a big bucket of water, please. Oh, okay. Ooh, oh, okay. Trowel of water, please. And sorry, just looking at Windsprinkle, I'm going to have a rainbow bowl. Um, oh, Arnold, I need to talk to you for a moment. Okay, sure. Yeah, you sir. What's I up? I need you to distract this unicorn while I extract a hair from its tail. No, Usador, no, why would you do that? Yeah, because I need it for a magical spell I'm working on. Probably. Probably? I don't, I, I'm just thinking I might use it. Mimi, can you, it, just ask. Just, I'm going to go around to the back. Oh, God. So, wait a minute. Yes? Is it, is it that guy? Yeah. It's that guy. It is, it's Usador. Yeah, yeah. Yes. This, this guy is known among the unicorns as that guy. That guy. That guy. Yeah. Known to the unicorns as that guy? Yeah. Oh, well. He's constantly trying to, like, sneak up behind us. What? What? Uh, it's well known. What? Yeah. Creepy. I don't think so. Yeah. It's, it's somewhat... Uh, just, 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 just watch yourself, that right, guy. I'll just sit here. So, Windsprinkle, while we wait for your uh, big tub of water, mm-hmm. like... What? Can I get some oats? <laughs> Can we also get some oats over here, please? Yo! Oh, the oat. The oats are out in the hall. I'll go grab them. Thank you. So, Windsprinkle... What makes a unicorn a unicorn besides having besides having a horn? Obviously, we have the power of speech. I need not draw oh, attention yeah, yeah. to that. Sure. But uh, certainly what makes us, I think, unique among the creatures of Foon are both our burdens and our advantages. Sure. For example, I cannot tell you how many prepubescent girls are coming up and trying to stroke mm-hmm. my mane. Oh, of course. It's very distressing. I understand why they're doing it. I've got nothing against them. Sure. They believe that virgins have power over unicorns, that somehow we will become their pet or their companion. Yeah. But what's interesting is none of these girls have really thought it out. Yes, they yeah. come up, they pet me, they expect then something to happen. Sure. And, I mean, I've got my own business to attend to. I'm a very busy unicorn. I cannot stand around and fulfill whatever strange fantasy of companionship or friendship being magic that these young girls want. And besides... Well, friendship is magic. I mean, they're, they're right about it. No, no. Friendship, I think, is a much more transactional thing based right. on oh, gives yeah. and take. I mean, you know, okay. frankly. Fair enough. enough. Sure. Yeah. I mean, but you know what? It's also, it's just got to be weird for anybody, let alone like a tween, to come up to you and, and think that they have a power over you when they don't. It's got to be very awkward if they're like, you are now my little pony. It's very strange, especially. And again, I have some sympathy for these girls. They've been misled their entire life. Sure. It's based on a translation error. Oh. Ancient scrolls. Uh, there's a word often interpreted as virgin. Oh. Actually, it's raisin. Ah, so that makes the a fact lot of, of the sense. matter uh-huh. is raisins have immense power sure. over us unicorns, oh. not virgins. Yeah. Oh, interesting. What's interesting is that there was one young girl. Oh, this was, oh, I don't know how many era ago. But there was, she actually came up to me thinking that she had a virgin. She actually had some raisins in her pocket. Oh. And, of course, I was under the spell of the raisins for a good period of time. She did not know that. Um, I was unable, because I was under the spell of the raisins, to articulate that problem. So, therefore, I had to go home with her. We had a number of tea parties. I was in- introduced to her friend. Sure. Finally, as uh, she went to bed, I nuzzled her, ate the raisins, fulfilled my need, and was able to scamper off. I have to admit this. I did poop on her floor first. Uh, I was sure. a little mad. Yeah. You're mad. You're mad. I am mad. And again, I refer you to the enormous body. Yes. I am a horse. Yes. And, and then horses poop. And I, that actually reminds me of a question I ask almost all of our guests. Yes. What does your poop look like? Really? Yeah. 
Do you ask this of all of your guests? I try to. I mean, it doesn't always make the final and cut. Yet, and yet guests continue to show up. They still show up. Well, keep in mind that my poop is, of course, falling behind me, so oh. I rarely turn to look. Sure. We yes. unicorns have a mission. We're on our path. We're not going to stop around and smell our own poop. Unicorns, the shark of the mystical forest. Uh, Windsprinkles, here's your oats. I Thank grab them you. From the bar. I'm, I'm actually going to go get a, a raisin daiquiri. Does anybody want anything? Oh. Uh, I'm fine. I'm okay. fine. Right are you, uh, Windsprinkle, are you cool with that if he gets a raisin daiquiri? I'm fine. Okay. okay. That's, that's okay. Did you say raisins? Mm-hmm. I'll be right there. Okay. Oh, um, while he's gone, if yeah. it's awkward for him to have... Any raisin stuff. Well, you, just, you can just. I mean, me. it's all right. Um, I wanted to come here talk to you about unicorns, but under the effect of raisins, I become somewhat helpless. Oh. So, I mean, that's a thing. Uh-huh. It's not something that I can control. But what we do, uh, those of us who have real problems with raisins, is we go through the twelve steps, oh. which is basically a technique of taking twelve steps away from the <laughs> oh, raisin. Yes. Raisin. Yeah, because once about twelve steps with yeah. my long stride, being yes. a horse. You're far enough. That's pretty far, yeah. From the raisin. That, that it has no on. effect on you anymore. No, no, no. Once the, that's the yes. benefit of the 12-step program. Yeah. Uh, I'm back. Just going to put this down here on the table. Uh, you know, I've been meaning to ask you, Windsprinkles, uh, aren't your fans, the, the, the girl fans, aren't they called Goonies? Because they're girls who love unicorns? They, sh- they shorten unicorns. So you- oh, he is frothing He's at the mouth. Praise and daiquiri. Yeah. I think maybe you shouldn't have that here, Chant. Yeah. What? He really wants those reasons. I've used the 12-step program. <laughs> Why did he just walk 12 steps away? He just, he's, look. And it seemed like that first step was the hardest for sure. We are oh, very sure. proud of you. Very proud. Yes. Well, I have to get something from the other side of the bar. Oh, wait. Use it or stay away from his tail. Ah! Look, here, I'm just going to throw this drink away. What the hell? <sighs> That guy. That was the oats from the hall. I had to cough. Yeah, that was the oats from the hall, and I had to cough up two gold coins for that drink. Look, look uh, let's take a quick break. Let's clean some of this stuff up, and then I'm, I'm excited to, without the influence of raisins, talk a little bit more to our unicorn guest. What's up, Hog's Face? My name is Mike Doty, the vertiginous son of Mike Doty, the inscrutable... And I got the song for you. Well, Sean's been a dude, and Sean's been a bee. I'll make love to Sean, turn him into me. And I said, Gasoline, yes, my star. 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 Gasoline, yes, my 
gas wing, yes master, gas wing, yes master, gas wing, yes master. We're drinking rainbow bowls by the firelight, and everybody in food is gonna get down tonight. Gas wing, yes master, gas wing, yes master, gas wing, yes master. And I said, gas wing, yes, my star. 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 Thank you very much. Good night. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code AUDIO to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code AUDIO at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code AUDIO. If you're constantly on the hunt for a good deal, then you need Rakuten. Rakuten is the smartest way to save money when you shop because members get cash back at over 3,500 stores across every category, including fashion, beauty, electronics, home essentials, traveling, dining, and more. You're already shopping at your favorite stores. Why not save while you're doing it? It's a no-brainer. Get the Rakuten app now and join the 17 million members who are already saving. Cashback rates change daily. See Rakuten.com for details. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Your cash back really adds up. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car. It's the two-door coupe that was there for your first drive. The hatchback that took you cross-country and back. And the minivan that tackles the weekly carpool. For the cars you couldn't live without, trust Amica Auto Insurance. Amiga. Empathy is our best policy. So, Windsprinkle, now that we have all this other stuff cleared out, I do want to hear a little bit more about these Goonies. John, you mentioned that the... Yeah, it's the girls who love unicorns. G space U-N-I. Oh, I see. Goonie. Goonie. They never quit. Yeah, they never they quit. They never say die. Never well, say die. For many years, we unicorns put up with the Goonies as sort of, you know, just the friction of being in the world. But then, um, oh, I would say, oh, a thousand years ago, we came up with a way to monetize their interest. Oh. oh. Yeah. Basically, um, you realize, of course, that uh, once you've got the girl uh, standing, talking to you, stroking your mane, uh, whispering things into your, asking them to be their forever friend. That uh, you have their attention, and there's a sales opportunity. So uh, what we came up with is the notion of something we call assurance. Hmm. Ah. Yeah. See, what we do is we say to the young girl, young girl, uh, you're very young now, but uh, what were to happen to you and uh, your family if your father, say were to break a leg and have to be killed. So what we do is... We <laughs> wait, wait, hold on. I'm sorry. I don't mean to interrupt. So if you're... If, if, his, if a human breaks their leg and has to be killed? 
Well, yeah. Yeah, if their That's leg's generally broken, true. they can't move off. I mean, having your leg broken is is a death sentence. Yeah, oh. they put but, but a lot of times, to be fair, a lot of times, you you know, guys, if a father has his leg broken, the mom will take the father around back and be like, oh, your father Don't went, even say it. Uh, don't even say it. Went up, you know, up, up country, and then he'll just... So obviously, it. having legs broken and then having to be killed yeah, is exactly. a terrible problem. Sure. And we decided that because we live so long, mm-hmm. we can offer... Uh, the young women and their families, the opportunity to make small monthly payments uh, to the unicorns, and in the event of a leg being broken and the provider for the family, the farmer, the miner, the magician, having to be killed because of the broken leg, we can make a payment to the family so as to be able to provide for them. And that's been our business for a while. Wow. Yeah. So the we unicorn's with- main business is assurance. Assurance, yes. We we consider ourselves uh, the the good hooves. The good. You're in the good, good hooves, hooves. Yes. Yeah. with unicorns. Now, sure. as we discovered, um, there initially wasn't a tremendous desire among the young girls to bring this message of uh, financial safety back to their families. And so what we decided to do was to go ahead and break a few legs. Oh. oh. Which it turns out is mm-hmm. not that hard because you humans seem very fragile. Oh, yeah. Just, Relatively oh, yeah. to just, a horse, just, of course. Oh, yeah. Just, uh, just turn around and, you know, just... Peer backwards a little bit. Uh, the, the horn, by the way, very useful for aiming. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's why we have it. And just give it a nice little uh, sharp rap to the uh, upper part of your fetlock. And, uh, well, they fall to the ground screaming and then have to be killed. Well, that is wonderful. For you've taken something that was a burden unto thee and made it into something positive. Boy, you are being annoyed by these girls, and now you've made it into a business. Yes. I think that's the most wonderful story I've I'm, I, w- w- it's been very successful uh, for us. Uh, however, after a while, uh, the young girls stopped coming around. Sure. So we would move on to other places and where girls uh, had still under the, the uh, understanding that virgins had this power of us. That ended. So um, basically now we sort of come to a town, uh, sort of a herd of unicorns. Very sure. impressive sight. I I'm have sure. To say, yeah. I have to say. Just all sort of galloping. Mm-hmm. And we also have the power... I don't know if you knew this, but we are magical creatures. To gallop in such a way so that it looks as if we're moving very, very slowly. I have yes. seen this phenomenon. And our yes. manes fly in the air, <laughs> and we sort of seem to levitate as our feet, all four of them, go on the ground. It's a, it's, a, it's a thing we do. It's an effect. And the people gather, and then we, you know, describe to them our business offer. We make our, our pitch, if yeah. you will. And uh, meanwhile, we break a few legs. Are you here in Hogsface now to do such a pitch to the folk here? I was sent here to see if there would be a good market for us, if if there were people who might be interested in our particular brand of uh, financial security. Arnie, Arnie, I think with all the red potion you've been drinking, you should try and see if you can get health assurance. Yeah, you know what? I already had just like this company of guys came over, and I already pay them. Oh, really? I'm sorry. uh, I couldn't help but overhearing. Who might that be? Yeah, just this company of guys. They call I don't know. They're called Geico, and I gave them, I gave them some Geico. Yeah, a guy, just a, a bunch of guys? of guys, just a bunch of guys. I mean, I would rather get my assurance from unicorns. They're it's not even cool magical horses. horses. Hang on. They're They're not nice. my, my associates will want to know this. Let me let me send this to them, if I may. Send uh-huh. them, I'll send a message using Wi-Fi. Yeah. Oh, Wi-Fi. Yes. What's what's well? Wi-Fi? We unicorns have a system of communicating. It's it's very quick. We have something we call workflow. And so what we use is we use a, a system we call Wi-Fi. Uh, this is Wi-Fi. You oh. see a small cult here. And oh, what I hey. do is I simply tell Wi-Fi 
what I want the other unicorns to know, and uh, uh, he runs off. Uh, go, Weefy. Let them know we have oh. competition. Oh, Goodbye, oh. Weefy. That's strong. That is strong, Weefy. Yes. You know, to, uh, I hate to admit this. One time I caught Weefy. Uh, uh-huh. He was running errands. I, I'm so sorry to do this. I caught Weefy, and I tried to get him to send me a message. Oh, you were trying to steal yeah. Weefy? But no. he was like, nay, nay. And I was like, well, uh, let me try and guess your you know, your mom's you know, maiden name. Sure. So there's, there's this whole series of questions that you have to get through in order for Weefy to accept yeah. your mission. Weefy is coming back. Yes, Weefy? Oh, excellent. We have this well in hand. Oh, okay. And, uh, yes, apparently uh, some of my associates know, know about Geico, and they'll be visited. Sometime this evening. Oh, no. So the company of guys, I hope they've assured themselves. It's possible. What we do, actually, before moving in force against a competitive company is we offer them, as a courtesy, sure. the chance to buy assurance from us oh, before we break through. nice. Oh, boy. Yeah. Don't hurt them too bad. I think they're all athletes. They, they've done really well. They're all state. I, I, I heard no that's... idea what that meant. Yes. Me neither. Really. Yeah, be, a good, be a good neighbor, huh? I heard that you offered assurance to the loathsome creatures at Snake Farm before you put them out of business. Oh, yes. Snakes were difficult for us. Yes. Because they have no legs. Right. And that, of course, (laughs) was a disruption to our business model. Uh Uh-huh. However, we uh, got together, uh, put our horns together, as we like to say. Oh, can you use that phrase? I feel like when I use that phrase, I get looks. Oh, no, you have to be a unicorn to be able to say that. You know Man. that. Yeah, but you say, let's get our horns together. We were like, what? Just the other day when we were all in the bathroom, like, let's get our horns together. And you it's, guys it's, no, thank you. It's the same reason I can make jokes about Jews. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, um, so what we did in regard to the Snake Farm uh, Assurance Company is once we realized that they had no legs, which we could break, is we merely stomped on them. <laughs> yeah. Ah. Yeah. So obvious once yes. you... Yes. It took a while. Yeah. Yes, but you have to we, think we, about we it. Had a, we had an all-night brainstorming session. Yeah. Uh, you know, just generally rule, just, you know, mm-hmm. throw it up on the board. Doesn't matter. Yeah. No bad ideas here. Sure. And then uh, it, was, it was one of my uh, associates, Sparkle Joy. Sparkle Joy. Who said, just let's, let's just stomp on the sons of bitches. Yeah. And uh, we all went, hey, that's great. And we all sort of circled that, and yes. we decided to go ahead and do that. Uh, uh, quick question. Uh, does does someone hold the the piece of chalk or, or or the quill in their mouth? Oh no 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 no! How do you circle it? Do you circle it with magic? No no no! We put a piece of coal on our horn. I mean, how do you draw? Ah, duh! I mean, we well, I pierce it. it I have to use Adamantine these, thing. And, I have to use these clumsy, many-digited hands that I have in this human form. Yes, they yes. do seem so fragile. Yes. Oh, how I wish I was a wizard in the form of a unicorn. Hey, that guy, how are you set for assurance? Because uh, ha- I'd, be, I'd be happy to step outside at some time and discuss your assurance needs. I've got to be pretty honest. I don't think anything bad's going to happen to me. I was just dead, and now I'm fine. Yeah, you don't really need life assurance. Yes, yes. Are you sure? I, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm just saying, and, and if I may just move myself around here, those are... Oh, could you, could you lift up your, your robe a little bit? Uh, yeah, just, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. thank you. There oh, you just a little bit. Just a little no, bit. Sorry. Yeah. I'll just pull it up all the way. Don't no. worry. Well, <laughs> That's fine. I'm not interested uh, in, your, yes. in your human... Uh, oh, that was impressive. No, those are, very, those are very... Oh, those are very nice legs. And thank I you. can only say it would be a terrible shame if anything were to happen to either of them. Oh, he could... Oh, you see. could break your leg. It's not just your life, it's your legs. Well, someone might break your leg, and yes. then, of course, you'll have to be killed. That would be terrible. Also, oh, don't forget that before King Belarth died, he made a decree that everyone must have health uh, assurance. So, oh, yes. He didn't want to do that. 
thanks, Belaroth. He very much didn't want to do that. But he managed to do it right before he died. Well, I'll, uh, I, I will Moments gladly pay died. you. How, how much gold do I owe you? Here, I'll get into my pouch. Oh, no, let me... <coughs> Is ten gold coins enough? That will be adequate for a down payment on your plan. Ah, wonderful. Weefy, would you pick those up, please? Thank you, Weefy. That was perhaps the most disgusting thing I've ever seen in all of my friends constantly are shitting on the floor. Weefy, come here. Weefy, hey, Weefy. Leave Weefy alone. Uh, I, I will. My if Weefy. you tell me the make and model of your first carriage, I will leave Weefy alone. I don't think horses have carriages. We don't pull carriages. That's that's rude. <laughs> I just figured one of the questions to Weefy might be the make look, and model of his first carriage. That's a good, I'm just I, saying, it's a look, good don't, question. Don't put, it, don't put your carriage question before the horse. Which reminds me, the annual competition, uh, we're going to crown a miscarriage sometime oh. uh, later this year. <laughs> <laughs> so, Windsprinkle, it's been so exciting to meet you. I feel like I still have like a million questions about unicorns, but we'll just have to have you on another time. Oh, well, that would be my pleasure. I mean, I do put on, you know, if I did have pants, I presumably would put them on one leg at a time. Sure. Except, of course, that's impossible. Because I have no hands. Yeah. But, but I someone think else. Underst- somebody else, somebody who were to help me get into pants would help me put them on one of my four legs at a time before I kick them to death because unicorns don't like pants. You know, but it's, it's, I think you see my true. point. But it's a, you know what? It's a classic uh, unicorn pants question. Should a unicorn pants have two legs or four? Like, yeah. I know it's not a thing, but if it were, would you rather have all four legs in pants? I'm tr- I think that there's an issue of symmetry. I see. Yeah. I mean, you wouldn't want the... Because you have to understand that for me, I have front legs and back legs, but they're all legs. Yeah. However, I however, challenge you. Yes. But how do you know you don't like pants if you've never worn them? Well, that is, of course, because in the cold months, we unicorns do enjoy putting on kind of... Uh, cylinders of fabric onto our legs. We oh. call them leg warmers. Leg warmers, yes, <laughs> leg warmers. of course. Yeah. Oh, well. God, so from that perspective, that. it's easy to imagine. If uh, these went up further, yes, yuck. Yes. yes. I think that would be terrible. Oh, yeah. yes. Arnie, you're being rude. Ask him what his poop looks like. <laughs> I've already asked him what his poop looks like. Oh, you did? Like. Oh. Oh. Were you not here I when no I asked him? That's, that. that's my favorite segment of every show. I, I, know. I must have zoned out. I know. Oh, boy. Although, speaking of segments, I feel like we should be doing more segments. You know, podcasts on Earth they do like uh, regular segments that get listeners excited to kind of come back to the podcast. Uh, you know, we did tavern takeaways for a while. I was thinking maybe we should do a segment sort of inspired by another podcast I like. We should do a segment called I I Nay, where I just throw out something weird. That's, is that rude to say I I Nay with a horse here? It's, first of all, he's not a horse. He's a it's unicorn. unicorn. Oh, same thing. I, I just want to offer that I don't know much about this podcast of which you speak. Sure. Yet it seems to me that if there were some podcast, some regular entertainment, sure, which had the very same segment in the same sequence, week after week after week after week after week after week after week, that would be the worst thing imaginable. What a drudgery. Well, I mean, that would be horrific. You'd hear the seg- first segment, and you'd know that the second segment was coming up, and boy, how boring would that be? Sure. I think it would be much more interesting to do different things every week as opposed to the same, you know, let's assume that you have a segment that is a particular kind of game. Sure. And you play to this game every week. I mean, presumably that would get dull. Tedious. Well, what if you brought in, like, interesting people to play the game with you, like... 
I don't know. Like, I'm just hypothesizing. Like, what if you brought in, like, celebrities or something to play the game with you? What is a celebrity? Uh, just like a person of note. Like, a person that everyone's just, like, a, like royalty, more or less. Hmm. Royalty, but royalty that doesn't really do anything for your life. Well, that sound, that's, that's sort of the set of all royalty you just described. I suppose that's yeah. true. I don't, I, I don't know. It still strikes me. Wait, so then you're doing wait, this. wait. Don't, don't tell me you're talking about me. Royalty who does nothing? <laughs> That's true. You are royalty that does nothing. Yeah. All told, I'd, I'd rather watch a sunset or my enemies die. That sounds good to me. <laughs> yeah. Also, the reality of getting decent royals week after week after week is pretty low. I mean, eventually you're going to have to make some compromises and get some, you know, B-level royalty. That's true. B, I mean, after a while, like, you're just... Praying for B-level royalty. That's very true. Yes, I imagine you could get entirely desperate in your search for indolent royalty and invite just anybody at all to show up on your, what is it called, a podcast Podcast, again? yeah. So as to somehow try to provide just the slightest tinge, the, 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 the smallest wisp of novelty for a your... morsel of entertainment. Right, for your increasingly bored and depressed listeners. That strikes me as a, a nightmarish scenario, which I would never want anything to do with. That, that's true. How do we play I I name? <laughs> Forget about it. Uh, let's real quick open these packages. Uh, yeah, I got a package here. This is from Amber Huey in San Francisco. Uh huh. Okay. Uh, yeah, exactly. A, what a, how do you what pronounce a treat? It? Uh, this says, "Hey boys, love the show. Here are a few things that you might find interesting or useful. Keep up the good work." From Amber. P.S. Please come to SF Sketchfest. SF Sketchfest. What what it, what is Sketchfest? Uh, it's a. <laughs> It's a drawing. It's a giant drawing of a fist, um, and people from all around the world come to S- San Francisco to see the giant uh, sketched fist. Sketch, sketched fist. Uh, here's what is in my package. Here, this is, says to Chunt. Uh, it says the Reynolds pamphlets. Have you read this? Uh, I don't. I've never seen this before. Yeah, I don't know. What is it? Tell me how to say no to this. I don't know. <laughs> Am I supposed to? This is some sort of thing called the Reynolds pamphlet. I'm gonna. Seems, I'm gonna read this over. Seems scandalous. Yeah. Uh, my package came wrapped in beautiful blue tissue paper, and uh, as I unwrap it here, I see oh, my favorite rocks. Oh, beautiful rocks! Oh, magical rocks! Oh, and a little note. Oh, oh. Um, here are two owl pellets from the great horned owl fledglings. They are full of earth cricket legs. And other earth cricket bits. I'm sure you can do some kind of wizardry shit with them. And I know how you feel about birds. I collected these myself from a tiny island in the center of the lake of a stow in the park of the Golden Gate in the land of San Francisco. Oh, bird shit turned into rocks even better. What, what is this place, San Francisco, and why do people from there send you shit? <laughs> That's a good question. Because, frankly, I have shit, but... I'm not throwing away my shit. Well, you know, the stuff from San Francisco isn't, like, all that valuable. They just call it San Francisco values. It's not that big of a deal. Uh, All right, real quick, one email. Uh, You can always email me at magictavern at puppies.supplies. My new husband and I have been listening to your podcast on our honeymoon, and it's amazing. Thank you for being amazing, Skylar Starr. Congratulations, Skylar Star. Yeah, congratulations on the new husband. Did, did she say on her honeymoon? Yeah. Honeymoon will be completely enraged by this. <laughs> honeymoon A yeah. belongs to no one. Sure. And also, just like all of us unicorns, honeymoon hates to be written. That's true. I'm going to send him a note via Wi-Fi. Oh. <laughs> Goodbye, Wi-Fi. 
And also, I feel like if you were to climb on top of Honeymoon, mm -hmm. there would be any number of things you would rather do than listen to this show. Agreed. Mm. Like, get busy on top of Honeymoon. Oh, we hate that in particular. Oh, okay, we're out of time. But next time you're on, I'm going to have a lot of questions about people. Probably people trying to crawl on top of you and have sex. There's nothing worse. And what's the name of the pet that you had as a child? Why do you keep asking me these odd questions, you distended-bellied badger? Me no no. <laughs> Someday I hope to fall in love, travel to an exotic land, and binge listen to an indie darling podcast. We all have our own version of Autumn in New York. Usador the Lighter Blue was played by Matt Young, with all the refined sensibility of a white-hot meteorite crashing into a garbage planet. Chunt the King of the Badgers was played by Adol Rafai. How to achieve the same lukewarm level of investment week after week? Me no no. Windsprinkle the Unicorn was played by special guest Peter Sagel. You may recognize his voice from the popular NPR news quiz, Don't Volunteer Information, I'm Busy which has always been much higher on the podcast charts than this dusty old chestnut. And the song Gas Wayne, Yes, My Star was written and performed by Mike Doughty. Yes, that Mike Doughty. Go buy his new album, The Heart Watches While the Brain Burns, and support him on Patreon at patreon.com slash Doughty. And now the script I'm holding literally says manufacture a reason to toss the episode to Craig. So let's assume I just did. You know, I've been here for a while. I don't know why you let Craig do so much of the outro read, and I don't get to do anything. Yes, Trisha, that must be very frustrating. But I believe Mike Doughty said it best in his album title. The heart um, keeps its secrets while the uh, brain plans revenge. Uh, something like that. Anyway, take it away, Craig. I hate when you guys fight. Hello from the Magic Tavern was produced by Arnie Niekamp, Evan Chikover, and Ryan DeGiorgie. This one edited by Garrett Schultz. Music by Andy Poland, logo by Allard LeBon, additional audio effects by Jason Knox. Production assistance by Garrett Schultz. Visit us at hellofromthemagictavern.com or on Facebook or Twitter. Thanks to the Chicago Podcast Co-op and thanks to Earwolf. Do not forget about the Chicago Podcast Festival show in Chicago, November 19th, with special guest Scott Adsit from 30 Rock and many other awesome things. You can go to chicagopodcastfestival.org for more details and to get tickets. Seriously, this is going to be a really good show. If you can make it to Chicago, November 19th, get some tickets. Just think, Craig, if Peter Sagel was the gateway NPR personality, it's only a matter of time before we've got Terry Gross on here playing a Nazgul. I like car talk. <laughs> Behind every successful business is a story, and some of them might surprise you. Like how Chobani's first yogurt factory was discovered on a piece of junk mail, or how the founder of the multi-million dollar cosmetics brand Drunk Elephant was told by everyone, including her own mother, that the name sounded like a dive bar. I'm Guy Raz, and on my show How I Built This, I talk to founders behind the world's biggest companies and brands to learn the real stories of how they built them. In each episode, you'll hear entrepreneurs share moments of doubt and failure and talk about how they were able to overcome them on their way to the top. How I Built This is like a masterclass in innovation and creativity, a how-to guide for navigating life's challenges from the people who've done it all. Follow How I Built This on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to How I Built This early and ad-free right now on Wondery Plus.